it's the last day in the month of January. And interestingly, it happens to be a Tuesday. And guess what happens on Tuesdays? We talk technology on 97.3 City FM. You're welcome to City Trends. My name is Philip Sean, and you're welcome to City Trends. Today, we're going to be talking about content creation. For those of you who want to create content, this is the episode for you. Lots to learn and hopefully a couple of things to take away and make sure you, you know, think through it when you're building out content. There is so much um, we have to talk about on the show. The show definitely is interactive, so you should stay in touch with us using the various platforms that are available on Telegram and on WhatsApp 0549-986-996. That's 0549-986-996. Or on Twitter, you can holler at us uh, on, on with the hashtag C-I-T-I-T-R-E-N-D-S. So please do get in touch if you have a thoughts to share or you have some pointers to give as well. Well, what are we talking about today? We are having a conversation with what I believe are two of Ghana's arguably best tech content creators. At least they are the most consistent tech creators that you can find. Yes, indeed. I'm talking about Emmanuel Obobi Fianku, who is a tech content creator. And of course, also Desmond Apia, who is a content creator. You probably know them as Delpy and Desi Ocean. So if you know any of these content creators, they are the ones who are going to be speaking to us today about what it means to create content and all the changes that are happening within the content creation space, especially with video content, because that is where their main focus is. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Let's get it on. Okay, so my name is Desmond, um, Desmond Apia. My social media name is Desi underscore Ocean. I'm a tech reviewer, content creator, and I've been doing this for the past like four years now. I create tech content on devices, apps, websites, and anything tech in general. So, yeah. All right, so I'm Imano, Imano That is my, my name. Well, my internet name is Delpi. So, uh, the name I use on social media is Delpi and on Instagram at Delpi1 underscore. Same on Twitter and TikTok as well. I generally create content around technology, mostly technological devices like smartphones. Um, and now I'm more into AI websites and websites that help people on a daily basis, especially on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm more intrigued about gadgets. I like gadgets a lot. So I talk about smartphones sometimes, I talk about earbuds sometimes, but generally, yeah, I've been making uh, content on the internet. Started from YouTube about six, seven years ago. So yeah, that's that's mine. I mean, one of my first questions would be, for example, like you said, start from YouTube, but then you seem to be creating more content on your TikToks and your Instagrams and things like that. But where I want to start a conversation off is, where you got your usernames from? <laughs> what what was the inspiration behind the usernames? Like, I mean, yeah, where that one to from? Okay, so my name is Desmond, shortened to Desi. Yes, Desmond Desi. For the ocean, yeah, that be the part. <laughs> the ocean part will be my problem. It started in GHS. 
where there was the Ocean Eleven, Ocean Twelve. And in the movie, there was a mastermind that was the leader who was Ocean. From there, they gave that name to me because usually things that happened in school, because I'm a quiet type, that's what they know me as a quiet type, they don't expect me to be the person who initiated something. But in actuality, I did. So under G level. Yes. So Desi as in Desmond and Ocean as in from the movie. Yeah. So mine was um, was a nickname. So the name Delpy is a nickname I got from school, high school. <coughs> Sorry, when I got there, my school father was like, you're not going to use your name here. You know, we don't use real names in high school. We are giving nicknames. Some people are called Bimkuta and <laughs> other stuff. He decided to give me Delpy. It was Delpy initially, but a friend of mine changed it. And uh, it became Delpy. It got stuck. So when I was creating the channel, I was looking for a specific name for it. I didn't want to go with my actual name. It's something I, I just chose to deal with. So people still think, people even think Delpy is my actual name, but it isn't. So I just w decided to go with it because that's what most of my people in SHS knew. It was when I was creating the channel, I was fresh out of SHS, early university. So I thought it would be a more recognizable name if I stick with it. And then it became Sorry. a household name. <laughs> the reason, one of the reasons why I ask is because a lot of people, when they are starting out their content creation journey, the name itself is usually the first thing. Do I go with a name that people know me by? Or do I go with a name that might work well with a corporate? Or if I want to set up a business? Like, it's it's often a thing that you need to make an adjustment with. And like you said, for you, it was more people know me by this name, so I might as well go with it. Was there ever a thought about if this thing blows, like, would I need to change the name? Like, was that the thinking process or it was just telling, whichever name people know me by, let me just go with it and see what happens. So if I'm being honest, I didn't see it blowing. Like, I didn't really think it was, if it was going to get big, what the implications would be like. I was just like, it's a name. I mean, it's obviously a name. If it gets to stay, I mean, it's not a bad name. It's not a name that would hurt me in the long run. It's beautiful. I mean, I like it. So even if it blows up or it doesn't, then I still stick with it either way. I just didn't think about the future purposes of it. I just needed a name to start with. So I was like, let's just go with this one. Yeah, for me, Desmond Desi is still my actual name. So nothing really changes. If I was to go by, let's say, my actual name, Desmond Appear, there are quite a number of Desmond Appears out there. It's not something people actually recognize. So I looked for something that was more recognizable. Ocean has a nice ring to it. People like it. So I just stuck with Desi Ocean, as in Desmond, my real name. Desi Ocean. And even if you take Desi Ocean as my, let's say my pseudonym, and you compare it to my actual name, it's still the same initials. Right. Because I've got Desmond, right. I have a middle name called Fori. So Desmond Fori appear, it's still the same initial. So have you ever thought or has the thought ever crossed your mind about, you know, transitioning into like full blown business setup with, you know, financial director and things like and whether your usernames will still be the names you're going to be using for your businesses so um for those of for those who don't know i have a youtube channel i run with someone i run a while he's also a tech influencer on instagram and tiktok as well and the name of that channel is bytes unlocked so we're looking at generally we're looking at the set future being something where we can establish as a team that has like a household name and be recognized for that matter of fact so it's obviously going to be a team with everything inside where we can basically just milk out content in the long run 
although our Instagram handles are different and separate, if we are still under that, we are still under that bytes unlocked umbrella because YouTube is the end goal. Like YouTube is bigger, so we are looking at getting that particular um, household name bigger, grow it. Like you are saying, have that financial directors and people mm. who monitor everything, and then yeah. So would, would you say would you say that that is the next step for content creation? Even before we come to you know the do's and don'ts and all those other nitty gritty would you say that is the next logical step for content creators whereby you start off a channel with a name that people easily recognize and then you know you you have sort of at the back of your mind or you started also building in the same vein that other business side of it is, is that the next logical step or you know does it often start with let me make i just do and see what will happen yes yeah, so we've been doing this for so long i think i've been doing it for quite a number of times and at this point, you are getting there eventually, starting making some kind of income. So yes, the next logical step is to obviously build something, hire people. We don't have to be editing our videos in the long run. You can hire someone to edit this for us. So yes, a name the ocean as a, as a brand is something I think can stick. It's something that's nice. It's a nice name. It's not a bad name. If you have a company called Desi Ocean Limited, that's yeah. a nice, that's a Desi nice Ocean studios. studios. That's a nice ring. Holla at your boy. I think people who work there would actually have what they're working for Desi Ocean Studio. Nice branded. It would be nice. That's the next step we're looking to get into. I see. I see. And I mean, you know, it's 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 often the dream. Obviously, you know, I'm sure when you guys started out, you know, it wasn't. Is that the sexiest thing to do in terms of where's the money coming from and all of that? But now it seems like everybody wants to get into the game. Everybody wants to have a piece of that YouTube money and you know that that influencer money. And I just want to understand from you guys personally on your journeys what what it's been like. You know, um, how many years, for example, have you guys been creating content? and what your unique journeys have, have, have been like so far. So we've been creating content for a while. I've created content for the past, let's say, three years. I'll say that three years because that's when I started creating video content. But I've done it longer than that. It, it was not an easy journey. Like, we've not made money throughout the three years. We actually started making money, actual money, somewhere maybe last year or last two years. So yes, if, if you're looking to make money, if you're entering content creation and you're thinking that, oh, this year you get money, or oh, just forget about it because it's a long journey. Don't enter thinking totally about money, but that's not what we started with. Eventually, down the road, we've made the money. The first thing for us was passion, something we liked. I like talking about tech, and that's what I've done from the very beginning till now. So, money has not always been the end goal, but we're getting money eventually. But you need, yeah, you need one. You need, but you see, if you think about the money initially, you give up. And for us, it has, been, it has been a passion I've been doing since the beginning. So it's not all about money. If anyone was not getting money, I was still creating. Because I wanted to help people understand the tech they use. And that's what I was doing since the beginning. So it's a continuous journey I'm still doing. Money's coming. You need. But right now, it's good. I'll be, I'll be asking you about, you know, those moments when you want to just stop and forget about it and do whatever else. But, I mean, for you, what has, you know, what has been your content journey so far? He said he has started getting money. I want him to, <laughs> I want him to plug me. He has to plug me. So, <laughs> so, that, um, so yeah, my journey has been very rough. So I started creating content on YouTube, like I said earlier, sorry. <clears throat> and um, 
basically it was just making tutorial videos from scratch like how to use a laptop anytime i watch those videos now i cringe but i mean that basically means i've actually yeah, so for six seven years i've been doing that um and the road has been very very bumpy um looking at the fact that i didn't have a good camera to start with so when i was starting i was screen recording my screen and doing voiceovers until i I, I think in 2019, I got a smartphone. That was when I got an actual smartphone that I could record. And that was the Samsung Galaxy S7. That was when I started using to record my face and start talking on camera. And it, it got to a point, I wasn't getting a right studio to film my video. So I had to go to a friend's house, sit together with Waz and shoot some content. And, you know, we weren't even considering money. Because we're just looking at, we want to make videos. We just wanted to make videos. I literally lied to my mom that... Today I'll delay in school because I was going to school on a daily basis in university. So when I close, instead of coming back home, the days I close very early. Instead of coming back home, I just pass by my friend's place, record it, and then I come back home. They used to be worried because sometimes I take long. I couldn't explain to them that this is what, this you're what doing. I'm doing because they'll be worried and they're like, "You're supposed to be schooling. Why are you doing this?" So, you know. So those are like hurdles we were able to skip along the road until finally, I think last two years. You, we got monetized on YouTube and we haven't seen much income come in but like once in like every six months we should get something and it has helped us so that was when we started getting our first cash on YouTube and we didn't even care for it because it's you know it's not much because the kind of content you're doing here doesn't stick well with the audience yeah. in, the, in the country so yeah. it, it takes a lot to get people to get money from so basically that has been the run on tour instagram and i haven't made enough money like this guy keeps on saying but <laughs> but you know looking at how fast um it is to grow with such content because one it's very fast to create it's very easy um, and very quick to create and doesn't take much time like it would on youtube it has made the journey even more interesting and i could go as much as posting five videos in a day because i just love to do that as well so yeah the journey hasn't been easy has been difficult there's been times where uh i hurt myself got electrocuted <laughs> so many times you know trying to get the right light and everything so yeah the journey Charlie, has ups and downs mm -hmm. and even up till now we still go through most of those things but it's just that you know because we started and never gave up we we are seeing results that keep the the motto of being consistent with rewards and being consistent and getting rewards valid is is it is it is it future thing this is what i'm going to do for the rest of my life or this is something that you know you are looking at doing you know in the meantime till something so this, so so this morning i was talking to someone about it that I don't even know what I'm doing at this point. Like, am I? What, what am I doing? Because by profession, I'm a laboratory technologist. I'm supposed to be in a lab, preparing chemicals and reagents and other stuff, making sure the pH meter is in its right um, uh, working. But I'm making this full time now, and I feel like I could make something better out of it than being a laboratory technologist. Even though I, I would still love to work in a lab. But you know how our system is at the moment. So it's it's like actually very difficult to get a job, especially in that field. And uh, I mean, our field is even much okay. But comparing other fields, 
it's a bit Charlie. It's a bit tough, but now that I don't have a job and this is quite convenient for me. I feel like in the long term, the best thing to do will be to have that establishment, that household name that this is what you guys are known for. Because in the end, if you're able to do it for a longer time, you could reap results that would end up starting businesses that would employ people, not necessarily making content. You could actually start a business, a different business that would have other stuff related to, not related to making content. You know, so in the long run, I think yeah, it could be something you can do full time. You, you do it as your hobby, but then have investments in other fields that would yield profit for. Because in the end, all we need is the money. So if you have the money coming from other streams, I think you should be good to go. So, so why, why did you set up a channel? That's the thing. I, I don't think I've had. I have that deep passion for. I mean, I love working in the lab. Don't get me wrong. But comparing how I love tech, like gadgets in general, I don't think. I'm asking because a lot of content creators who are starting out, one of the first things that they want, what do I like to talk about? What do I do that I can easily translate into a channel? And it always comes down to, okay, so Charlie, what, you know, someone wants to create a channel about kids because, I don't know, maybe they like kids or they have a school, you know. I That's, that's what I'm asking, you know. And for someone who is watching this or listening to this, you know, what, what, what's the thought process behind the decision to say this is the sort of channel that I choose to go with? And I don't know if you probably have gone through that phase of, you know, sometimes getting to this point where you feel like, nah, Charlie, yeah, make a branch small because you might start off talking about gadgets, but then you feel that, you know, some some people might be no. We want this other thing. Like, do you ever get into those those moments? Have you ever got into those moments? Yeah, several times. There's so many times where you feel like you want to do what the audience wants because you know when you're creating content, you experiment in the process. You try and do other stuff to see which one works. So, if we are not talking about the lab, let's say, not let's not say. I even made a video on my channel, and the title was uh, when I mean during the pandemic when there was this game Among Us. It was trending, like it was all over the place. I don't know where it is at home, but I made a video about a lock screen for Among Us. That's not what I do on my channel. I don't make those tutorials. And the video shot up. That was that's the video with the highest views on my channel. So like around six hundred thousand views. Wow. Way higher. Give me some actual good money. Yeah. You know. And so I was like, okay, let me try and make more videos like this. So I was looking for ways you can do it on your Android device because I made it for iOS. Right. I made another video for Android. It blew up. So. At that point, I was trying to divert, and I realized that that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about devices. I talk about smartphones, and for me, I feel like the main reason why I was diverting towards that angle was because I wasn't getting devices to review. Mm. I was mostly doing overview videos. I'll just talk about what the device comes with, the specifications, yeah. and so obviously, people, will, people not everyone is really interested in stuff like that. I don't think my presentation was that enticing for people to continue to watch. Mm. So if they were going to watch the one that would be easy for me to make, I wouldn't have to stress, then I would obviously That's want to go for more. So I feel like that is also a factor. But if anybody is going to content creation, I feel like they should look for their passion and try and pursue it. I'm not, like I said, I don't hate laboratory technology. I love it so much. I feel like if I go into lab tech and make videos around lab tech, I'll stop at the point. Right. I'll break. Right. I won't have the tools or the accessories or the luxury to make it on a continuous basis i love tech i have had my hands on gadgets since childhood not much 
but I've always wanted to know more about how these gadgets work and stuff. And now I want to use that curiosity to help people know about theirs too as well. To get it, and I can do that for a long time. Laboratory technology, I'm not sure I can do it that long term. If I'm being honest, the chemicals need to be mixed. Because you know, we should go into that. Is that the same situation for you? So for me, tech has been a part of me from let's say class four. When I first got the first computer, I loved the computer. I loved everything about the computer. I wanted to know more about it. There was a part of my life where they used to call me a destroyer, in the sense that they used to give me toy cars and I end up destroying it. For them, they thought I was just destroying it out of just destroying it. But I was curious to see what made the car move. They didn't understand that. So it's been a passion for me from class four all the way to um, university. I did it. I have a degree in ICT. So it's been a passion from beginning. So for you, it's just a natural progression. Natural straight yeah. forward from tech, 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 tech. And the reason why I started my whole tech videos and everything was I felt, especially for iPhone users, let me just put it that way. Every year a new iPhone comes and everyone jumps to the new iPhone because there's a new camera. And I always felt that there's an app. There are always apps that cost less than the iPhone itself that could give you the camera you need from the <laughs> iPhone. I said, let me do this video. Let me talk about it. Let me show people what you can do with your phone actually without switching. And I've done it since the beginning. Now it's going well. Some videos are blowing up. I've been featured in international media thanks to all these things. So it's been tech, tech, tech from the beginning up to now. And for the next future, I think how tech is going right now in Ghana is getting better. From the beginning, it wasn't getting better. I'll say brands were not even looking our way. But <laughs> nobody will mind you. Nobody, nobody will mind. Oh. But now it's it's moving in that direction. I think to quit at this point will be suicidal. It does not make sense. So it's a long term goal. Hopefully, we reach where we want to go and you know establish different things branch into different things that's that's the goal i mean it's it's interesting for me because you know from where i sit as well he has been creating content for nine years with the show and so i kind of understand where you guys are coming from but i also kind of understand the audience and how important the audience is and and that's where i want to send a conversation into when you start creating content, let's say you didn't, let's say there was no IG, let's say there was no TikTok, which I think, I mean, it's arguable, but I think it's been the best, best, best part of your content creation journey so far. I don't know if I'm mistaken to assume that. TikTok, Instagram, and, you know, I'm quite apart from YouTube, which obviously will bring you the revenue eventually. But I think that those two platforms have been one of the best parts of your content creation journey. When, when the audience doesn't accept it, like probably you were having on your YouTubes and stuff, and you get to this point where you have to start almost creating content for a specific platform like TikTok with all these differences, all these things that you have to adjust to and things like that. For a content creator, like what's the thought process that goes into, into that? Because you are creating, let's say, content for 16 by 9, you know, HD quality, whatever. All of a sudden, you have to do square videos. All of a sudden, you know, you have to get into all these other formats and things like that. The adjustment to fit into that category, what does that do? Because you now have some very straight, you know, 
canvas to work with as against your 60 by now you can put put lights and things all over the place you know okay for for me i didn't just start creating on a new platform like tiktok or instagram before i started creating becoming a content creator one day i was a, an audience i watched what people were already doing <coughs> and adapted from them so i saw the how they arrange their lights how they shoot their videos the angles at which they position their cameras mm. and i see what they're doing for some platforms like this like tiktok and instagram a short form content i see that like maybe 16 seconds go 10 seconds go 30 seconds go i learned from what we're already doing and i adopted it to mine so if for youtube i'm talking about a phone for 15 minutes how do i apply that to tiktok and create a shorter form content so i break it down if it's a phone let's say today i'll talk about the cameras tomorrow i'll talk about the battery tomorrow i'll talk about break it down that's how it has been for me from the very beginning since i started creating on tiktok instagram and it's been beneficial because it's crazy. Mm. These platforms push content like I've never seen before. So that's what drove me to create such content. I just learned from people, adapted to mine, and it's, it's going well. All that conversation about algorithms and algorithm this and like, because there is this, I don't know what to call it, a fear, but there's this reservation of wanting to please the algorithm as against the truth of what you want to create which is great solid content that helps people on a daily basis how do you work around that conundrum as a content creator so. i think we've had that conversation before i remember when i was making content and it wasn't moving specifically on instagram and on tiktok and i spoke to him and i was like don't stop that was the first thing he said and i think that resonates with the fact that if you're trying to create content to just please the algorithm instead of the audience then there is a big confusion out there because what you have to do is to create content for the audience to make the algorithm pick it up so you you know the algorithm is probably generally artificial intelligence you know it's machine learning it's something that's worked with reactions from audience so every social media platform has interaction tools on Instagram, we have the like, comment, save, and then share. But what actually moves the videos a lot is saves and shares. So in creating content, what you have to do when you're starting is to focus on creating content people would share, people would save. Mm. Even if they like it in the comments, I mean, of course, it's interaction. But if you are looking at creating content that would, in the long run, bring you more people, that is, people who want to please the algorithm yeah. and want to do it uh, quickly, you have to make sure you're creating content people will like and save. The people will save and share. Because if you are not sharing, you are not saving. The algorithm you want to please doesn't see it as something significant to show to more people. Because in the end, what you want to achieve here is, what the algorithm wants to see is people interacting more, it's noticing that this particular post is having a lot of interactions. Let's try and push it to more people to see if they would also like it. Then it kicks off from there. So that's how it works. And so generally, you literally just have to focus on creating content for your audience in the beginning. And then when they like it, they end up sharing it, saving it, and then helping them along. Because if they share it, they also have audience. Or difficulty. Like. Yeah, in the beginning it was. Because your video is not interesting. Your video has to be very... So generally what I say is your video has to either have value or entertaining or it should trigger people exactly yes. there has to be a triggering factor something that would make them want to just 
interact mm. you get to either comment say something this video is beautiful or oh i like what you did here you know something should just trigger them in a way that would cause them to share and i realized that when a few videos on my instagram account started taking off so that was at, at that point i realized that this is what i did this is what worked for me let me just keep on doing that and then it took off from there so i, I don't think trying to you know some people would want to please the algorithm this guy has done this he took off let me do the same thing but that is not what you're doing at that point that particular individual had done a lot of videos the same thing replicating it getting better replicating it and getting better and then it took off so if you want to please the algorithm and so you want to do exactly what he did and then move on i don't think it will work for you the lot and you'd get disappointed and end up quitting what what is not working in the content creation space in ghana what what do you feel is wrong or is there anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> What is actually missing? Yeah. I mean, I've not, I've not really studied it, but I feel like communication. So first off, almost everybody in the content creation space is not looking at long term. You know, they've seen someone do something that has blown up. They also want to do this thing because they also want to blow up. You know, or they find that I see. Let's use TikTok for example as an example. Everybody wants to create dancing videos because mm. it's the easiest way to get out. That is the problem. There are so many, um, there's so there's so many genres or let me say niche you can dive into to make videos on the internet. When I started my TikTok, I did something similar. I was randomly posting cute videos of cats, uh, <laughs> something like just to be able to get attention. So it was until I realized I realized that. Even though the views are going a little bit, that is not who I am. This is not what I want to build in the long term for the channel. So I would, um, let me just do my tech stuff. And so I started talking about phones. Those were moving. Then I started talking about websites. And it took off. So when the websites took off, I added tips and tricks, mixed it up. And then now I'm known as a tech influencer. You know, but somebody will just go on TikTok and try to dance because they want to get audience to you know interact with interact with our content and it's still common everybody's dancing on youtube everybody's doing truth or there uh, uh mukbang like things that are too general i'm not saying they shouldn't do that there are very nice ways you can present those things to make it enticing for audience but with our style of doing it it doesn't it's not interesting i wouldn't be honest it's really not interesting and so there are so many other niches if i'm going to become plants plant plant person who makes videos of our plant. it's it's yeah. it, it will work because there's not much yeah. people are not into that that much you can become animals you can do other stuff there's so much the tech influencers we are few i mean there are other people we might not know but from what i know our community is very small we will need more people there's no female i'm looking for females too you know so if and the thing is if a female enters that space she's going to she's going to she's, she's going to blow up quickly you get it. So that that's how it works. You know, I think that is one problem with the Ghanaian content creation community. Um, coming, coming back, back to you on that one. But so for me, I think the misconception of influencer and content creator. Mm. I think that's a big problem. People don't understand the difference between an influencer and a content creator. There are influencers that don't create content. They don't create videos. They don't create pictures. They don't post. They just tweet. So there are people who are just Twitter influencers. You have content creators like ourselves and like other people. Who are putting more effort into creating something that you're seeing a visual in, in investing cameras investing in mic investing lights so there's a difference between us being content creators and influencers influencers can just be there they're not creating anything they have a large following for maybe 
someone posted something on Twitter that was funny, was insulting. I don't mention this guy's <laughs> name, but <laughs> but there's a, there's a guy out there like that. He just feeds on negativity. He has a lot of followers. He's now termed as an influencer. And there's us content creators who are creating content. Videos that you watch, reels that you watch, pictures that you watch, that are putting more effort. So in Ghana, they should separate us. That's what I want. That's what I think. <laughs> separate between the typical influencer yeah. and the content creator. Because I see a lot of content creators doing amazing jobs. And they're not going far. And we see people doing rubbish. In I mean, yeah, that's, that's the influence, you know. Yeah. yeah you know, they're influencing some mindset. So they should separate yeah. us from, they should separate what we do from that. If one term us as tech influencers, that's fine. But primarily, we are tech content creators and it should be separated, I think. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Any, any other things that you feel are missing within, within the space? Opportunities. Mm. Opportunities. So, we are tech content creators. We cannot create content without tech. In Ghana, there are a lot of tech brands out there. Sometimes you reach out to them and it, it's ghost. They've ghosted us. And those who tend to give you something very <laughs> insulting, let me put it that way. Yeah, people who want to like, well, let me just consider them. I, I feel like they feel we are desperate. So the desperation tends to breed out disrespect. Even though you know you are creating quality content, because you reach out to them, they feel like you need them. So in the end, they just end up arranging something very not interesting. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that, that happens a lot. Yeah, and it feels insulting. It doesn't encourage us. Like, it doesn't, like, if you don't have the zeal to just not focus on that part and you just continue making your content, then yeah, somebody who looks at wanting to work with brands, you just stop because it can be very frustrating. How, how much of that is, is due to an appreciation of what the brands are looking for? So, if you take a brand A, for example, they have certain KPIs within a particular market, what they want to achieve. If a content creator doesn't appreciate where they are coming from in terms of what they want to do with either content or the products, is that not where the the bridge needs to be sort of fixed? Because, I mean, if I have KPIs 1 to 10, you want to create content that probably doesn't address those KPIs. It's most likely, uh, whatever. Some, okay, for some brands, I'll say, one thing they look for in their KPIs, like have 10,000 followers, have 100,000 followers. There's some people who buy followers. So I think if you're a brand and you're looking at only that, the point of your collaboration or your partnership with them is still be useless because mm. they bought followers. They don't have an actual audience that watches your content. So they should rather not focus so much on such KPIs like likes, like views. Look at what we're offering. We are tech content creators. You give us your phone, we review it. We return your phone back to you if you want your phone. We return it back to you, but we create content that will appeal to you. our audience and prospective audiences. Yeah, I don't want to return it. <laughs> 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 That's if, if they want it back, right. so we can give it to them. Right. But they should not focus only about. I've, I've, I've met some brands that will tell you that oh, they know someone who has 90 million followers. I'm like, look at this person, 90 million followers, and getting like. 20 likes. You yourself, when you're looking at it, doesn't look correct to you. So you should stop focusing mainly on such KPIs like likes, like views, like followers, and focus more on the content process, the content creation. What are we doing? Are we reviewing your product? How are we reviewing it? Saying, let's say you brought a new phone, you're saying the camera is good. Let us test it. If it's good, 
we'll say it and it's good for you unless you feel that your camera is bad and you are come to lie to us is it is it also probably a case whereby some of these corporates some of these businesses probably do not appreciate content creation in in its mildest and most sensible form because i'm i'm thinking you know if someone has a company in north america the the way content is consumed in north america is very different from the way content is consumed in ghana do you often get the sense that a lot of these companies who come to you to create content probably don't don't understand what content consumption is in Ghana, and so more or less copy and paste whatever it is that is expected in those other places, and it has to apply here because if some trend is, you know, is is in Korea, it must reflect in Ghana. If some is some trend is in Slovakia, is is must trend here. Do you do you get that sense? Our our system is more prone to traditional media. Mm. And we are digital media, if I'm right. Yeah. So they're used to being more on television, mm -hmm. radios, billboards. Like they would want to do that more because that's what they think works. Right. You're not checking the digital market uh, to to try them as well. So there's like little. It's like they feel like it's a risk because what happens if it doesn't work? Because yeah. funny enough, myself and Desi, most of the brands that genuinely reach out to us to make content for them outside Ghana. A lot. And most of the time, it ends up in tears because we are not in North America. You know, Desi himself, like this, had a very big deal. I wouldn't want to disclose here. But because he wasn't there, they had to cut it off. So they understand what or content creation is and the impact it, you know, it puts on people. Mm. But here, we believe in traditional media. And so, I feel like if they are trying to test out content creators, um, <laughs> content creators, if they are trying to test out content creators, they look at it as a risk factor, and let's just give it a try and see will it work? Yeah. Because people are watching more TV than on their phone. But they don't know if they're not wrong. That is why they go for influencers. That's why they go for influencers because they feel influencer has hundred thousand, one million. You dear, you have your stats and you have. That's 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 scary and unfortunate and scary and interesting all at the same time, but it's it, and and it's it's interesting, listeners. Um, recent um, research has it that we spend nearly twice as much on the internet as we do watching TV. That is broadcast and streaming. I mean, do with it what you please, but as it stands now, people spend six hours thirty-seven minutes using the internet year on year. Six hours, 37 minutes, year on year. Time spent watching television, it's three hours, 23 minutes. I mean, the reality is it's digital. And if you don't get yourself oriented along the lines of digital, I'm really not sure what you are doing. But this is still City Trends on 97.3 City FM. We are having a conversation around content creation, more or less like content creation 101 and what you should be looking out for um, in this new year as content creators, people trying to get into the space, if you're a marketing manager or anybody else um, in between that. 
When we come back, we will be talking about the do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts. And then also, what lies ahead for these two gentlemen and, of course, for those of you who want to create content as well, what happens when the kids come along? What do you do? Yes, we'll be looking at all of that when we return. This is City Trend on 97.3 City FM. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. You're still tuned in to 97.3 City FM and we are having a conversation with, for me, what I, I consider two of, of the biggest um, things to have happened to tech um, in a while. Um, in terms of content creation, in terms of influencing, in terms of technology literacy in, in a wider scope. And as you would know, that is the essence of this show, um, basically about um, technology literacy in, in all its facets. And so what I wanted to do today was to basically get into the minds of these two content creators and get to understand the lessons that there are to be picked up for people who are looking at creating content, especially with all this beautiful craze of YouTube and making money off YouTube. Um, you know, just a few things you should be looking out for. So now we've gotten to the point where um, someone has decided on the name. This is, you know, where I want to, I want to go in terms of my content. I might not have money, but I'll still do it. I can screen record with my laptop or... I will figure something out. Um, do's and don'ts from your journey so far. Six, seven, two, three, four, five years. What are the do's and don'ts for anyone doing the listening? So the first one should be stats. You don't need the expensive gear. With whatever you have, just start creating. You start from somewhere, you get to somewhere. So the first thing is stats. Decide on what you want to create. As far as it's not illegal. I should put it down. Put it down. As far as it's not illegal. As far as not illegal. Right. Start somewhere. Slowly you progress. Do not, and I repeat, do not think of buying followers on any platform. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you find yourself, don't think of purchasing followers. Because those followers that you purchase will never engage with your content. They are fake. Mm. And you end up struggling. If you're supposed to blow in 10 years, you end up blowing in 20 years. Mm. So just focus on what you're doing. If no one is watching your video, keep posting. Eventually, you'll find the audience that's suited for you. Mm. So, and let me see the last one. Let me see the last one, the last one, the last one. If you take content from someone, let's say someone has discovered his own content, has done something, do not steal the exact same content and create it. One, it's, it's insulting to the person that created the content. And if you steal the content, at least give credit where credit is due. So, yeah. Basically, I'll attack the technical part. So, one thing I learned is when you're making content, don't talk too much before communicating what you're talking about. You know, if you end up saying a lot within 15 seconds, you should have been able to communicate it. 
So the audience is ready. As human beings, we have a short retention span. So short span for retention. So when we are watching and there is nothing too engaging, we will click off. And it if you especially if you're on YouTube, it affects your watch time a lot and doesn't help the algorithm to recommend your video to other people. So try and not do that a lot. So then mostly those who will be going on YouTube as well, try and limit the way you ask people to subscribe to your channel. If you want a more organic subscription, you should not say it at all. If your content is, is <coughs> sorry, if your content is um, engaging or worth subscribing, do generally or normally subscribe. But don't forget to put cards or stuff that indicate that you subscribe. They might also forget to subscribe. So yeah, that should work. Secondly, audio is a very essential part in content creation. If you're going to content creation, no matter how nice your video is, can have 8k raw you can have everything you know but if the audio is not the best you are definitely going to be in trouble and now let me put this plug inside if you're creating content now you don't even need to stress about audio because there's ai working things now there's the adobe podcast software that actually makes audio very crisp even from your okay. camera it's not entirely the best but if you are starting and you can't afford expensive audio gear you can just use the podcast.adobe.com website, upload your audio, and you're good to go. Then the last and final thing is just be true to yourself. You know, when you're making content, you want to you want to talk like you're from the US. You're a Ghanaian. You know, you're you're a Ghanaian. You're from Kumasi somewhere. Speak the Kumasi tree. You know, you see. I'm a, uh, one thing Kojo Sheldon has, if I'm, if, yeah, please, yeah, so one thing he has made known, you know, and established is he's true to himself. Like, it's when he comes yeah. on the set, he's just flowing. He's not pretending to be anyone. That is who he is on camera and off camera. What we fail to do as content creators is right when we see the camera, we think a different thing, <laughs> you know, and it changes, it like, it, it just makes you. Like watching videos like that, personally, if I watch a video of somebody I know and the person is not talking like I know him in real life, I cringe. Because I'm like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, so just be true to yourself. It's hard, to be very honest. You don't find it in the first part, but it's hard. The pretend, like, pretending like, it comes as a cloak, it just covers you right when you tend to, you press that record <laughs> button. So just try and find. Um, Balance. Be true mm. to yourself. Mm. The only way you can be true to yourself is if you find content that you're passionate about. Let me say one thing about this faking yourself or <laughs> it depends on the kind of content you're creating. So if you're creating, let's say, a content that is supposed to mimic something and you're trying to mimic in that way, I don't think it's a problem there. Well, problem. But if your own is packaging, <laughs> you've, you've come, you've got to package, you don't have, you say you have that kind of thing. When you start growing family, or like when you think about how your life is structured now, and you think about a girlfriend, a wife, kids. I have a You know, does, do those things, you know, pop up? Does it bug you? Like, because it obviously will mean a change in your flow and your workflow. And as a content creator, just how much is that going to affect your content creation as as you as you move forward? So, um, let me use this example. I was working about like, after my national service. I was working for 
close to 12, 18 hours a day of still making videos. <coughs> and I feel like family comes in and then drains a lot. It's just like working. Um, on my off days, I make sure I bat film. And that has been um, that has been a thing that has stuck with me now. So even now, I can sit down, film five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten videos at a go. And then when I'm free, I edit them or like one one and then upload them. So yeah, one family comes in. See, it's something you love. If it's something you genuinely love, yeah. you find everything no possible. Before <laughs> we're discussing about <laughs> the details, I keep the kids go to, to school. school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just have to find a way. In the beginning, it will be very tough. Let's say you just have a fresh born baby or a newborn. Is it right to say fresh? Newborn. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like a fresh born. Newborn baby. You, 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 you have to have more time with the baby. But that, even with that, if you have content planned right, because your wife yeah. is nine months pregnant. So you should know that within that time period, any free period, Before you start to fill in, you know. But sometimes it's stressful. Because you're taking the woman to the hospital and to later up and down, work, <laughs> other stuff, you know. So it might be stressful, but that, then that brings up the team. Do you get it? If you have, if you have team, grown yeah. your, 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 your content stuff very well, you have a team that would hold you up when you are not uh, solid, like Liu. Yeah, yeah, you see how it's when he's not there, the other guys can do mm. the content stuff. Mm. So, yeah, basically, I mean, ultimately, if you can't afford a team, you should go for a team to help you. So, in that case, all you'll be doing is the minimal stuff. Maybe you have to show your face on camera, you're showing it, you talk, yeah. then you go, the rest they'll handle it. Trust them to do it. So, you have to find people, people that are trustworthy. Yeah, so for you, you just have to, I think, strategize. There will be some free days, like you said, batch content creation. I, I, I can sit down. And create 10 content at the same time if it's 30 minutes content reels i can sit down 10 and create all at once and find another free day and edit it so you just have to strategize yes the kids will be there maybe they'll make a noise for you that's <laughs> that's why now you have ai software and things that can remove background noise yeah. so it's good for you but just find a part oh, you don't understand yeah. so if maybe you're creating content let's say every single day and start creating maybe five times a week at least they should understand that Charlie, something has changed yeah, something has changed but you're still trying your best to call right. because you I mean, strategize it, it helps to take the audience along on yeah, your journey, journey yeah. you know as well yeah that community building top earning youtube channels in africa in ghana rack ghana nigeria mark angel comedy in South Africa, Michael Jameson. It appears also that one of the biggest opportunities, at least from the data from the YouTube earners list, is the fact that kids' content seems to be one of the biggest money poolers, you know, for content creators. I want to know your thoughts about about that, you know. So I think it even applies to business. So if your business that's targeted to children, you milk it because at the end of the day, the child requires the father, let me buy this for him. He'll end up buying some Yes, so the same thing for, um, for the YouTube. There's a baby every time. Yes, there's a baby every time. There's a child every time. The child will watch it. The father will end up also watching it. The mother will end up watching it. They will end up watching it. So I think it's a big business if you are targeting kids because the kids draw other people. What does that mean for, for you as content creators? Like you said, 
I mean, that's not the ultimate aim. But it kind of helps and makes the journey a little easier when the money is coming in, true or false. Now, when you have data like this, as a content creator, what's the thought process for you? Like, this is, the this is what the data is saying. This, people spend on average six hours a day streaming or watching content on the internet. Majority of these people are watching kids' content. You are a content creator. You are looking at creating content that will appeal to a mass of people, draw them to your platform, potentially make money out of it as well. What's, what do things like this, these research numbers and research findings, what does it do for your thinking process when you have to sit and strategize on content creation? No, so <laughs> as a content creator, personally, how I create my content is I try to explain it in the most basic form of English that a, a, a kid can actually watch and learn from. So that's how it has been for me. From Will you create content, content for children? So my content is kid-friendly, basically. You can, a, a child can watch it and learn something from it and can help his father do something. So I think my content is kid-friendly. Well, you know, the thing is, the thing is, the, 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 where the money is coming from is the baby in full. The baby. The baby, yes, the baby right in the basket. No, I'm, I'm asking because, and this is the reason why I'm asking. We talked about this earlier, about the fact that sometimes you need to listen to what the audience is looking for and go in that direction. But then here's a situation where what the audience, or at least the majority of the audience who would potentially bring you those dollars in, you, you typically don't create content for babies. So does it worry you as a content creator that this is what the evidence is saying, but then I might not necessarily be playing in that, in that space at the moment? Like, do I all of a sudden start creating content for babies? Like, I just wonder if it is a conundrum that you guys have to deal with. So, like, you, you just have to, you know, you don't necessarily have to sway into the direction of purposely making content for babies, you know. You can, f there's always a way, you can find a way to make it appealing to babies as well. Maybe once in a while, not every time. Because mm. you have specific content your target audience is shared towards, right? So, let's say you have about 10,000 people who subscribe to your channel because you are talking about cameras, lenses, and all that. Now, all of a sudden, you want to talk about a cocamelon. Like, it doesn't make doesn't sense. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, even at a certain point, you feel okay. You're like content with what you have. Unless you are that person who is who wants more. We started the content creation as a passion. It's not solely about money. So there's a balance. It's not like a side. It's not even a side quest. It's a balance. We are doing the content. Yes, we are doing the content. We also want to make money. If we are only chasing money, then we're going to do Coco Melon. I'm going to do. And when you go that, down that direction, to you, you, you feel. Yeah. yeah, you feel because in the beginning, it will work um, quickly for you. And most of the time, people who are focused on getting the money Give up. primarily are looking at it working very fast for them. So there are people who normally buy subscribers, buy viewers, buy followers because they are quick. They, they want to make that money quick. You get it, and it doesn't end well for them. But if you are, you place yourself on a specific trajectory and you're like, I want to do this, I'll do it. I mean, come on, Coco Melon is making a lot of money, but my guest is also making a lot of money. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not yeah, it's it's just. Money, right? I mean, the one I'm making is is okay for me. So why then do I have to go that big?
and that is where we draw the curtains on the show today um it's it's been great it's been wonderful it's been inspiring and it's been thought-provoking as well i do hope it's the same for you and you know there's there's been a lot to learn there's been a lot to listen to and hear um i hope that even as you begin your content creation journey or you continue your content creation journey i do hope that the lessons learned will be something that you, know, you can you can take on and, and do something with the show will be available as a podcast um you know this week so please make sure you check out all the podcast platforms that are available to you and do share as well and please whatever happens make sure that you tune in next week but in between now and then stay techie